Hello, I hope you had a great Christmas. Today, we got another great guest. He's done a lot of cool things, you know. Uh, we met, obviously, playing high school water polo. Now he coaches, you know, working with uh, some big time players. But I'll let you know about that when we interview him. Now, let's go ahead and get ready for Steven Magdaleno. Steven, how you doing, bud? Doing well, doing well. How about yourself? I'm stellar, actually. Thank you for asking. I'm curious, uh, how's the rain been affecting you? Uh, the rain honestly isn't too bad coming from Utah. Yeah, oh, Utah. So currently you're living in Utah, right? And what's the weather out there? Uh, well, right now it's currently snowing. So just prior to me coming home, we had a nice little winter storm that took my drive home from work. Uh, that was usually about 20, 25 minutes, yeah. an hour and a half. Hour and a half, just add an hour. I mean, typical for the Utah life, you know? Oh, yes, it was just magnificent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you have like a snowplow on the front of your car so you can just get it out of the way or how does that work? How do I you mean, drive? if I still had my old car, which was lowered, I would have had a perfect snowplow for it. But now uh, okay. I'm in a nice little Subaru. So I was just cruising all along. Oh, I got you. That's healthy. I mean, did you wear, I mean, did you have chains on your car or wear chains? No, all wheel drive just took me oh, right on through it all. There you go. What kind of car is it? A nice little Subaru Forster. Subi, Subi. Okay. Now, how long have you had this car? Uh, like two months now. Two months, and honestly, I definitely remember um, your previous car, <laughs> you know, the Mazda. You know, everyone knew when Steven was pulling up. Yeah, <laughs> it had the nice little exhaust on it with the sound system, everything. Everyone knew what I was on the Yeah, I mean, it was lit, you know. When Steven shows up, you knew he's there, okay? No text, no nothing. Just walk outside, I'm there. He'll be there. You know, you just hear a, you know, a <laughs> and you know, you got Big Steve. You know, if you ever sat in the back of his car, it's a, it's wild. It's you a know? back massage. It's it just is a free a, massage. It's a back massage, you're right, most definitely. Now, in Utah, what are you doing out there? What's the reason you're in Utah? Uh, well, the big reason, obviously, I'm, I'm there doing school. School, so just, okay. Just finishing that up right now. Got Is one it your more. last semester? Yeah. yeah. It's my last semester, so, you know, hopefully if all goes well, I'll be graduating this spring and uh, moving on home for a little while to see where the next adventure of life takes me. Yeah, I love hearing that. Um, what else are you doing out there? Uh, I just finished my last season, uh, playing water polo for the school. So we have a club team, mm -hmm. uh, that I've been on since I moved out there in 2019, as well as I am coaching water polo. Coaching water polo. That's a, that's really exciting. Honestly. Now, how did we actually meet? We've been friends for like, you know, 10 years plus. Where did we actually meet? Uh, well, we met in high school, yeah. incidentally, on the pool deck. On the pool deck, so, playing, know, <laughs> playing water polo. polo. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That's where I've met a lot of people is yeah. on a pool deck. So, yeah. you know, most of my friends that I, I currently have have all just been through water polo swim or just through work somehow and yeah. they're on the pool deck and we just, you know, hit it off there. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's all about, you know, the relationships, making friends, you know, because who knows down the line, they might end up working with you, for you. Who knows? Yeah, who knows, right? an endless amount of opportunities around that. Yeah, so I remember in high school, I mean, one year specifically, you know, we did real well. We made it real far in CIF. That you remember correct. that? Yeah. Yes. 
Um, shout out Big Nate John, you know, that was exciting. That was a lot of fun. Um, but anyways, that, that year, that season, I kind of felt like it went from like, oh, I know Steven and, you know, Steven's cool to like, oh, like Steven's one of my like closest friends, you know? Yeah, like, it was definitely a, a big thing during that season was definitely how we all bonded as a team. You're right. You know, you're right. Picked up by, what was it, Brad Donahue over there in his yeah. minivan and yeah. just like having him drive us all around. Yep, or do donuts in his minivan. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Picking up FIFA from my house with some extra controllers yes. going back to yours. Just so we could go and play. Yeah, I mean... Those are some really good memories, actually. I mean, a lot Most of fun. Definitely. You know, before we really started, you know, making something of ourselves and we were just little spuds still, <laughs> you know. Um, and then, I mean, after high school, we still ended up playing together. And yeah, where did we play together? We went off to Orange Coast College and yeah. uh, we had one lovely season together to, you know, yep. finish it off on your end and yep. for me to still go back and Yeah, and so I, well. just so everyone knows, I am a year older than Steven. So that's why we were actually only able to have one season together. Yeah. Hey, that was a lot of fun still. You yeah. know, we still had that same kind of bond. I, I don't know what it is, but like Steven's just been really loyal, you know, to me, like as a friend through whatever ups and downs in my life, you know, and for that I'm forever grateful and that's why Steven, this is a big announcement. You're going to be, after you officially graduate, you're going to be coming on as our CFO. Yes, I am extremely excited about that to take, you know, not only the friendship and, you know, things that I've done in school to get me to this point as well for, you know, that position, but, you know, just to see what the future holds, you know, for all of us. Exactly. And I mean, all I can say is up to this point, you know, like Jesus and I, we've been doing, you know, most of the management, yeah. those kinds of things. Now that we're getting to a point where, you know, we have enough money for someone to do something with yeah. it, you know, it's like having you as a CFO is going to be life changing, you know, like me personally as a boss, like I know I have to like pay people. It's part of it. It's just like the hassle of actually doing it sometimes, yeah. like you said, or keeping track of all those finances, where's the money going, things like that. And that's why I definitely feel like you're going to be like absolutely perfect for this role. And, um, you know, when you graduate, you know, it's waiting here for you. So, you know, that's very exciting and we're happy to have you aboard for that. Now, moving on to our coaching careers, you started about when you were how old? Uh, coaching, like officially I started coaching, uh, just after I had turned 22, 22. Um, okay. but I mean, That's throughout high school me. and, um, you know, just the first parts of college, I always would go back to our high school and, you know, go ahead, help people out there, you know, just simple things that they needed to work on as far as passing, shooting, you know, egg beatering the proper way and, and things like that. So that way I could, you know, help set them up for, you know, yeah. success like what we had. Yeah, most definitely. And I mean... All I can say is like just seeing your progression as a coach, you know, from like you said, like just being on the deck, helping out even a few times when I was coaching for Irvine, you know, you came and you helped my goalies, gave them some training and hey, I love having you there. And and I mean, even then I knew like, okay, like Steven has what it takes to be a really quality coach. You know, he's going to be able to coach wherever he wants simply because he has what it takes. He has the drive as well as he knows how important those connections are. So, you are coaching currently where right now? Uh, I coach at Kearns out in Utah. So, I mean, same place as, you know, the name of the team is is in Kearns, Utah. 
And places. historically, how has the Kearns program been? They have been an extremely successful program. Very um, dominant out in yeah. Utah, most so, definitely. Probably from, you know, the 90s on to, you know, this point now, I think they have, you know, over 20 championships between both the men's and women's. So, yep. Yeah, you know, they're, they're one of those top programs out there that whenever people play them, yeah. it's kind of like, you know, yep. like we have to bring our yeah. A game. Against yeah, these it's not going to be easy. It's not, not like, all. oh, Utah, they don't know what they're doing. It's like, no, like they know what they're doing. They're yeah. good. And I mean, hey, if you're coached by someone from California, you know, you're going to end up catching up to California, you know, so. Yeah, so we, this program as well has had a few opportunities uh, during their spring season, which is kind of like their main time since uh Water polo isn't a high school sanctioned sport like California. Oh, um, that is out, different. They come out during the spring here. Oh, okay, and they, that's they have really those different. opportunities to because high play. school spring is always swim here. Yeah, yeah, always swim. Okay, wow. Okay. So for Utah, they're fortunate enough to have like an official fall season where they play for probably about you know like two months, two and a half months, just like the high school teams here. Uh -huh. um, and then spring season is also like another full time season okay. for them as well you know, doing two days and things like that, traveling yeah. around tournaments every weekend and, wow. and different things like that. So, yeah. you know, we're coming up on that and, you know, getting ourselves as ready as we can to bring in those powerhouse kids to play again and, you know, travel and have the opportunity to play those powerhouse teams that are here in California. Yeah, you know, I mean, hey, coming out to California, you know you're going to get a great slate of games. At the end of the day, you know, you might not win as much as you lose if you're coming out and playing, you know, the modern days, yeah. the Huntington Beaches and Newports. But, hey, you come out and you're playing the Irvines, teams like that, who knows? Yeah, it's definitely a great opportunity for them to get a different level of play. Yeah. Because some of them have only been accustomed to yeah. some sort of Utah play and things like that. But and when you're always winning and winning and winning, you don't realize... Some of them get kind of bored of that. Yeah. It's like, well... You know, when are we going to come across that team, you know, that, that can give us a good game and, you know, give a run for the money on yeah, both ends? Most definitely, yeah. And, you know, as a coach, that's something you definitely want to do. Of course, you don't want to break your team's spirits and just go 0-10 or something like that by playing all the hardest teams. Yeah. But also, you don't just want a bunch of easy teams either because how is that going to prepare you? For a bigger challenge, because there's always going to be someone bigger and better, and you're yeah. going to have to go for them now. Yeah, and if yeah. you've just been winning and it's been really easy, how are you going to be pre-prepared for the next level? Yeah, okay. I mean, we, we work on a lot of things with the kids, and, you know, sometimes there's just those teams that people play where all those fundamentals that we, you know, instill into them, you know, they can't put that into play because there's all those open opportunities that they're given, you know, whether that's on offense and or defense for them to, you know, go and score and or steal the ball from that person. That's so, perfect. So, you know, they come here and it's like, all right, now we actually have to, you know, do a pretty good, you know, full court press. Yeah. Uh, you know, work on that drop in the communication to our team, you know, uh -huh. calling for help. Instance, or, you know, working yeah. that ball around from a full press, you know, getting that ball into center or, you know, earning that six on five, whatever it might be, and actually play to a faster paced yeah. game. And then from there, that all, you know, translates into what we've been working on for a purpose. Yeah, I, I'm very impressed. I mean, you know your stuff. I mean, we both played for a great and Adam Lee, you know, so yeah. when when it comes down to it, you know, between Shane Unger, you know, he just won, you know, Collegiate Coach of the Year. Yes, or, I just saw that post that he made. And, yeah. You know, it's crazy to look back at, 
you know, high school and things like that to see, you know, even where he's at at this point in yep. his career yep. and the people that he's come across and things like that. Yeah. And, you know, I've chatted with him a little bit since that point, you Definitely. know, just like letting him know how awesome it was to be coached by him and how yeah. happy I am to see his successes that he's made, uh-huh. you know, at that program out there uh, in Pennsylvania. And it's just like, wow, you know, we had, you know, we were blessed and fortunate enough to have him as a coach as well as Adam, you know, with his background from growing up and traveling, playing in, you know, another country and the people he's been with. And especially the one big thing I remember from Adam was all his training that he did with Tony Azevedo. Yep. And just like talking about And Tony's dad, Ricardo, he's a great coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Now, if I was trying to improve with my swimming, I wonder where I could go. Oh, perhaps Vortex Swim Club? Oh, I heard they're doing really well over there. Yeah, maybe I'll check that out. I heard they have everything from learning how to swim, improving swimming, or even becoming an incredible next level athlete. All of these incredible options are available. Make sure to check out VortexSwim.org. Besides the actual coaching, I know you are doing another role for your college club team. What do you what What does that entail? Uh, so for this year, I was not only while I was coaching and doing school, you know, at the same time I was managing all these other people, yeah. you know, making sure that they were also on top of all their studies yep. and, you know, everything like that. So it was definitely an opportunity that I was extremely grateful for and you know, it definitely taught me a lot as far as managing, yeah. um, you know, a team that was my own. Yeah. And like what really goes into getting all the players, you know, to pass physicals yeah. and, oh, getting all of their payment, like all these different things that when you come and you coach, you don't really realize all of that's going on. Yeah. And now that you're like the head of something, running something, you get to see all the behind the scenes that at the end, of, like you are getting paid better for the reason of you're doing all this extra work and you're making the program better as a whole. I mean, even there, you know, like people that I never thought that I would be communicating with, you know, the, the big ones are like all the people at my school, you know, I have to keep track of everything and let my school know, you know, Hey, you know, we're going to be gone for these dates. This is who's going, you know, this is how some people are traveling. You know, other people are flying, you know, driving, things like that. Was there anyone to help you do that or was all Um, you? I had some people. um, as like I had two vice presidents and then a treasurer. Delegate, Um, delegate, delegate. It was all just like in such short notice, though, um, from when, you know, I was given the position to then actually setting up the season and getting the ball rolling on everything like that. Mm -hmm. I pretty much took a hold of everything on my own. And if I did need help, then I would ask. But um, for the most part, you know, I was the one in charge of communicating to the school, communicating to uh, CWPA, which is like the overall association that works not only with clubs, but as well as, you know, all of the Division One, Two, and Three, yeah. you know, NC2A level players as well. Yeah. So, you know, talking time, back and man. forth between them, uh, as, as well as, you know, setting up, just getting like our team suits, ropes, towels, and things like that. Yeah. I was in charge of communicating yeah. to Zumo, you know, placing yeah. the orders, yeah. you know, having all the documents ready for them and all mm-hmm. the payments and stuff like that. So, you know, a lot of stuff was thrown at me that, you know, I was able to, you know, manage, but you know, it, it was just something that I was like, all right, here's another eye-opening opportunity for me to, you know, learn now. Uh-huh. So that way, you know, at a future point, if this does come again, you know, to kind of better delegate everything around to, you know, a yeah. group of people that I have supporting yeah. me. Yeah, like a supporting staff and yeah. how important that really is. 
Um, and as you continue with your coaching career, getting a head coaching job, you know, finding the right people that you can trust to work yeah. underneath you, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about, are they going to be loyal to you in the program? And can you trust that they can do their job without you needing to supervise? Yeah. Because so. you can't be five or 10 people at one time. So you're going to have to have assistance and different things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, even like for this last fall semester, you know, I had parents reaching out to me, you know, letting me know that their kids were interested in attending the university and, you know, potentially, you know, just going on to just keep playing water polo in some sort of aspect. So, yeah. You know, I had meetings with people and mm -hmm. I was explaining the entire program yeah. and um, the history of the program and things like that to them. And um, I was also supposed to be helping with the women's club team as well. Um, so like if you go on to like the CWPA website, if you look under clubs and everything, I'm listed as a coach for them. And I've even had some kids that are coming, you know, in the following years, yeah. emailing me, asking me questions, you know, wow. different things that they could try to do and stuff like that, just to kind of better prepare themselves yeah. you know, for this next level sort of play. I get you. Yeah, I mean, that's really brilliant. And, you know, a big part of coaching is getting these kids ready for whatever next level they're going to. Yeah. Even if you're not coaching at that level or whatever it be, you just want to get them as ready as possible. Exactly. So that when they step on to, you know, that NCAA D1 pool deck, UCLA, they know what's going to be coming at them. Exactly. So, you know, there's, there's some kids within the program, one girl that I've been working with, you know, she's a... A division one commit to university of hawaii and wow. you know I've they're d1 that's d1. big yeah, yeah that's really big one of the top you know women programs out there for water polo and you know i've been kind of guiding her and helping her get herself ready for that yeah. point could you, know, you see yourself coaching in hawaii i mean if the opportunity <laughs> comes you know <laughs> i, like I the can't dream complain job. about That'd moving to dream. hawaii to yeah. live there and, and get coach. paid yeah exactly yeah. I mean, you know location 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 but first and foremost, getting your own program, getting control of it. Exactly. Yeah. And and all that'll happen, all that, that'll come, you know, get on the right person's staff. They'll have all the connections to get you your own program, exactly. you know. And yes. Yeah. When you think of like, oh, Bill Belichick or Nick Saban, you know, the top football coaches, like their assistants are getting hired as head coaches at all these other places. Yeah. You know, there it's what you call a coaching tree. You know, that coach leads to this coach getting another job, that coach, and, and so on and so forth. Um, but now kind of, you know, getting into our final topic, what was your overall take from the NC2A National Championship water polo for the men? What was your take on it? Um, it was honestly very exciting to see you know i yeah. followed a lot of these teams what was so. your team did you have a favorite uh, my favorite obviously is going to be usc usc you know, they, okay. they've always been one of those top powerhouses yeah. and, and things like that and um you know through coaching and stuff like that i've also even had the opportunity uh to meet kirk everest the head coach wow. you know, of the cal men's team that's exciting and, you know i've had a couple you know conversations with him and even a gentleman who's refing uh the champ or who ref the championship game joe yeah. Fila. um wow. you know he you know, kind of took me under his wing as well. And, you know, just kind of was like telling me all the ins and outs and stuff like that. Um, just to kind of like how the whole system runs. Yeah. So, you know, he's very fortunate to be where he's at. You know, Joe Pilo was also the Olympic ref um, uh, at the Olympics in 2016. Okay. So, you know, even him seeing all this high level international play, like he's able to, you know, break down games to such like a point where you're just kind of like so shocked yeah. that, you know, someone like knows it to the T. Yep. 
And so, you know, watching the championship That comes with experience as well. Definitely. You know, something you and I, we might be really brilliant, but we're still young. Yeah. So it's like the only thing we don't have is that experience of like knowing every situation, how to play out, things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, just watching this whole NC2A championship tournament, you know, there, there's some teams that were just like thrown into these high level games you know, like Austin College, you know, they're out of Texas, yeah. but they're, you know, part of this like MPSF tournament where going up against Stanford, Cal, USC, UCLA, and it's just like, you know, this team that I'm sure, you know, some people might have never known about was able to play against these high level yeah. people yep. and get this opportunity and just watching this, seeing some of the people play, you know, myself as a goalie coach, you know, I, I analyze goalies down yeah. to, you know, everything that I know and just seeing simple fundamental mistakes and I'm just like wow you know how how do you let something like that just you know go, go in, in yeah when you've been training so hard and how know, do you let the ball go right over your head uh, yeah that that was a big thing in this NC2 uh, tournament that I saw was a lot of nuts happening to the goalies but the other side of it it's like higher level water polo it's like that's the only like fraction of a window that's open sometimes yes I remember Adam our coach saying that you know it's like when the when the goalie's like really really good like our our goalie for OCC six seven Alexander Furlong you remember yep. him he was so good but his arms are so long at times it's like you have to just try to go over the head exactly I yeah mean, even at you know this Division One NC two A level you can also go to international to look at like those high level teams as well um, you know they just had their like super final you know go on uh, between Pro Echo and I forgot the name of the other team. Um, but even in that game, just a simple catch slide and just throw the ball right over the goalie's head yep. and boom, that's going in on, mm -hmm. you know, these top national, yeah. you know, level players. Uh -huh. And you're just like, you know, they're well. doing all these <laughs> things so well and so smoothly that you don't realize that every time they're locking the goalie, getting them out of position, faking, faking, perfect cross pass, catch goal. Boom. That's what it is. It's it, getting the goalie out of position putting the ball away in the high upper corner. Exactly. You got it. I mean, even at this point too, you know, at the division one level, division one, two, three, you know, college club, yeah. high school, whatever it may be, you know, I'm still seeing a lot of players having these recognitions of these shots that go in. Yes. And it's like, as a goalie, you know, okay, I know how to move back and forth yep. between the goal. Step over. Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah. I know what I'm supposed to be doing in there. But even then, these goals that go in on like a low near side shot, it's like your yeah. whole body can be there. Yeah. But regardless, they're still making yeah. that shot. Yeah. And you're yeah. just like, how? But, you know, the, the players are reading that before you even make that motion. Mm -hmm. So if, you know, you go from the one, two side of the pool and you pass to a lefty, you know, on that four yeah. five side. Yeah. I can step and think that I'm there, but they read me so long ago that they knew that they already had that shot before I even got there. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you're totally right. I, yeah, again, you know, like all the things you're saying, I'm very impressed with, you know, it shows how much you're thinking about the game, how much the game means to you, yeah. what your goals and aspirations are. And, you know, for that reason, again, that's why you're a part of what I'm doing, a part of what I'm building. You have an actual, you know, seat at that table and you're working your butt off to get there and do something successful on your own. Exactly. So you're not coming empty-handed. You're not just looking for that handout, whatever. You're you're yeah. bringing quality meats and veggies to the dinner table, and that's what we love, and that's what we're here for. Again, like, so 
the winner of the game was it was Cal Berkeley. They won the championship. They won the championship. They won this year. That that was wild. You know their head coach Kirk Everest, like you were saying, head coach of the year. Head that's coach big. Of the year. That's, that's definitely big. like a big thing that he can just you know check off and put that onto yeah. his resume. Yeah. You know, I'm sure point, he's I, won it before though. I'm I, sure. I believe I, he's been so there for a while. They like, they won in 2016 when I okay. believe he was there, uh-huh. and he should I. He should have been voted for yeah. the coach of the year then yeah. at that point as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's definitely been around the block. He's seen it all. And, you know, I feel like at some point he will turn into one of those, you know, Euro coaches of one of those powerhouse programs over there. Yeah, definitely. You know, you got to do your time, get some experience running a program, turn that program around. Or if it's, you know, already doing well, let's take it to that next level. Yep. That's that's how you continue to improve your coaching and work up to the next level. Exactly. Yep. That's brilliant. So, Steven, I'm really glad you came. This was so good. We're definitely going to have you on again. So we'll be able to get into that whole frat boy lifestyle. <laughs> but our Patreon, the Boys R Us Patreon, have full unedited interviews on there as well. Get that information. Have a great new year. Happy New Year's, everyone, and uh, thank you again for having me on here. I really appreciate it.